Today on Rooted Daily, we ask how we can upgrade our real estate portfolio. Kind of. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about how we can get a mansion through Jesus. And that's what he promised us. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Do you believe in God? Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and if I prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am there, you may be also. And where I go, you know, and you in the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus, he was leaving the disciples to prepare a place in his Father's kingdom for us. He was getting a mansion ready for those willing to follow him. He is the way and the truth and the life and the only way to go to the Father. Because of Jesus, God knows We are coming, and he has prepared a room just for you. You you could go to the most expensive hotels on the face of the planet. You could have the nicest home in the world, and you'd never experience what Jesus left to prepare for those who put their whole faith in him. Heaven is what Christians are always looking forward to. But what is that going to look like? Many religions and philosophies give fairly definite depictions of what comes After death, and even some sects of Christians try to elaborate and give a clearer picture of what heaven will feel like. But the Bible actually, it doesn't give us much more than a few verses about what will and won't be there. And that's why we hear so many variations of what people think heaven will be like, because some things we just don't know. But today, I want to talk about only what the Bible says. We'll leave the the speculation for another time because even if we don't know the color of the carpet or or the tune of the song that's going to be sung in heaven, what we do know is enough, for me at least, to desperately want to be there. If we start in Revelation chapter 21, we're told what will be absent in heaven. You know, John writes, He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. Later on, the city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it for the glory of God gives it light. Moving on, oh, no day will its gates ever be shut for there will be no night there. And another verse, nothing impure will ever enter it, nor anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. John tells us in heaven, there will be no mourning, there will be no crying, no pain, no darkness, no night, no impurity or shame or lying, just people who love sitting in the presence of God. That's a lot that's absent in heaven, but I won't miss any of it. There will never be a moment when I miss tears or pain or shame. All of that burden will be taken off of our shoulders. So, That's what John says won't be there. But what will be in heaven? Well, first, Revelation 5 tells us that every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them 
We're singing to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. Revelation 5.13. In heaven, there will be constant worship, constant singing and joy and thanksgiving. And from the way I read this, it sounds like this is going to come naturally to us. Sometimes we struggle here on earth to worship God fully. Sometimes uh, there feels like there's a barrier between us and him. And sometimes that's because there is. Sin separates us from God. It keeps us from worship. And we know we can always be forgiven through Jesus and then come close to God again. But as long as we're still in these mortal bodies, the consequences of sin will never fully be eliminated. In heaven, though, those limitations will be gone. And we will worship because we want to. It will come naturally and sit right at the very core of our being. So in heaven, there will be constant worship. Jesus also says that we will have an opportunity to meet people that will stun you. Jesus said, you'll see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God. People will come from east and west and north and south and will take their places at the feast in the kingdom of God in Luke 13, 28 through 29. Yeah, how incredible will that be? We'll, we'll get to sit down with Joseph and Moses and Sarah and, and Noah and Matthew and Andrew and Paul and Peter and, and all the faithful who have lived since. Just imagine the things they could tell us, the stories they could share of God's faithfulness. And more than that, more than just famous people, we'll also be able to, to uh, recognize people who we knew on earth. At the Transfiguration, Peter and James and John, they recognized Elijah and Moses, even though they never knew them. They never saw them physically. Uh, and if they could recognize them in that moment, don't you think we'll be able to recognize all the people who have lived their lives faithfully to God when we're in heaven? And that's important to know because in heaven, people are going to look differently. We'll look differently uh, than what we do now, and that may be a blessing all in itself. Paul wrote, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. For this perishable, perishable body must put on the imperishable, and this mortal body must put on immortality. When the perishable puts on the imperishable and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. In 1 Corinthians 15, 51 through 54. And we will recognize each other in heaven. I'll know who you are. You will know who I am, but not because you'll see me as I am now. I won't have this dying body anymore. I'll be made into what is imperishable, what is eternal, and so will you. And finally, there's one more thing that I know from the Bible about heaven and what will be there. Job said it this way, I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand upon the earth and after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes, I and not another. How my heart yearns within me. Job 19, 25 through 27. Yes, I'll see great people like Sarah and Noah and loved people too who were faithful to God. But even more exciting than that, I will see God himself and he will see me and no longer will there be any shame separating us. No longer will I have to hide uh, from him or he hide his face from me. 
No, we will run to him and worship at his feet because he sent his son to be nailed to a cross and become a perfect sacrifice that could end the shame and the punishment of sin. And like the parable about the man who was faithful with his master's gold says, and one day I hope to hear my master say, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. We don't know everything about heaven, but what we do know is enough for me to know how desperately I want to be there with you. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down, studying God's word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word. And I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, If you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.